Just two of us today. Actually, one and a half because it's Bethany. So you're the half. Are you kidding? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Welcome to the podcast edition of the show. It's a Friday, so the Friday music is on. And um, Kennedy bailed on us. Philip bailed on us. Neil, uh, Neil's in Chicago, but going back to work soon. So uh, it's just it's just you and me. All right, let's do it. Are you driving the vehicle of yours that broke down in the middle of the road last week? No, I'm driving my mother's vehicle uh, because my vehicle has been at the Taylor Kia dealership all week. It is now finished, so that's my next stop is Taylor Kia to get my car back. Are you? Are we going to have to pa- pause the podcast so you can get your car back? No, they don't. Clo- they don't close till six. We did. Okay. Um, yeah. So you wanted to talk about city stuff, and I thought it was something else, but we'll get to that. But yes, let's oh. go. Let's go back to last weekend as the black <laughs> cloud continued to to bring fury of rain and lightning and thunder and all kinds of cosmic things down on you. What intersection did your car die at? Uh, so I was on. Uh, I was on King. About to turn left onto Door Street. Okay. And my car goes and dies. (laughs) And we're talking, I am in the left, like I'm turning left. I'm in the middle of the turn lane at a light, and my car takes the crap. (laughs) And I was like, of course, of course it does. Because that's what happens on a Sunday night at 830 when my child is in the back of my car. And uh, so luckily I got AAA for Christmas from my in-laws and I called AAA and about an hour and a half later comes the tow truck to get my car. And then uh, when I purchased my vehicle, mind you, it's like a 2020 Kia Soul. And, you know, they say buy a new car when you're going to have a baby so that it's reliable. Yeah, well, look what happens. And I purchased like this extra Ford uh, warranty, which I don't even know why I did that because apparently it's still under a Kia warranty. So when I had it towed to the Ford dealership, the Ford guy called me on Monday morning and said, no, you need to tow it to the Kia dealership because it's still under the Kia yeah. warranty. And then I had to call back AAA and have them tow it from Ford to Kia. It was insane. I'm happy to announce, probably shouldn't because it'll jinx me, but my week has gone slightly better this week. So I'm hoping that I am coming out of whatever this is uh, and that there is light at the end of the tunnel. But uh, they were very busy, so they said they weren't going to get to my car until the end of the week. And they looked at it today, and it's already done. (laughs) Sit tight. Uh, Speaking, I have accidents to pass along. Hopefully this doesn't jinx you, or if you want to close your ears, I get it. But let me knock out this. There's a young... uh, young person in a pickup from Michigan with a missing taillight that's road raging on uh, 475 headed west right now. So I can tell you that. I want to share that information. I can include that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. All right, sit tight. We've got a couple of accidents, a trio of them central between King and McCord. Also two new ones coming across airport at Eastgate and Reynolds just south of Door. Three accident situations. Avoid those spots if you can. That's your Cumulus Toledo right now traffic. Uh, so I have questions. You answered one of them. Uh, I wanted to know uh, if if Maddie was in the car. She was, but she was. so you said eight thirty on a Sunday night. Yep. So you 
if there's a time you're going to get if you're going to get stuck in the middle of the road, that's it. Because it couldn't have been very busy. You probably didn't get as many dirty looks as you would have gotten like during a rush hour. It wasn't. It wasn't very busy. And I will say that there are there were several good Samaritans that pulled over, stopped, asked if I needed help, did stop, looked at my car, tried to like, you know, troubleshoot it that were mechanics and such. So I was very appreciative of all the nice people that stopped good. and made sure that I was okay. Um, but uh, yeah, good. It wasn't uh, how I saw my Sunday night going. So next, uh, next questions and observations. How did you get suckered into an additional warranty when you bought a new vehicle? Well, I don't know much about buying cars. I did buy it used, and this was like an extended Ford warranty that was very cheap because I bought it at a Ford dealership, and they said, you know, this will cover you outside of I, I my I believe and what the the guy told me is that this probably kicks in after the Kia warranty stops so this was probably like in addition to the Kia warranty this was something that could extend it longer so I think I just but I didn't know it was still under a Kia I've never had a car this new is basically what I'm trying to say so So. how many miles it was used when you got it how many miles were on it Uh, I bought it almost exactly a year ago. It's there's twenty nine thousand miles on it now, so it was like what twenty twenty thousand nine like nineteen thousand miles on it maybe. In I think it was like a dealership car. Okay, because I mean that seems like a lot of miles for a, a car that somebody had less than two years. But yeah. Um. So what I'm guessing is whatever that Ford there was. The, Kia usually has a pretty good warranty because it's probably the same as Hyundai, and Hyundai has a great warranty. So mm-hmm. um, you probably had the life of that Kia warranty in place, at least for some of the major things. And then you bought it used from what I think now is Yark Ford. You bought it from like what? What it was Kistler then? No, it was it was Taylor Ford. It was up in Michigan. Got it. Okay, so yeah. maybe they sold. So being that it was a used vehicle, maybe some of the things in a standard warranty go away. My brother would know the answer to this. That could be. That's yeah. what Ford sold you to plug in those holes. But Probably. it's kind of surprising. You've twenty nine thousand miles. A pretty new car. What did they tell you was wrong with it? It was the oil control valve. It's always the oil control valve. Oh, yeah. I I don't even know what that is, but okay. And I didn't have to pay for it. So I was like, done and done. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. All right. Well, um, if you, hopefully that was the end of the black cloud that was following you. I certainly hope so. All right. When you said you wanted to talk about city things, I, I found it kind of odd because this isn't usually your, your, your thing. And I don't, Alex and I didn't really talk about it, um, yesterday. No, was Alex? Yeah, we, we didn't talk about it yesterday. I thought you wanted to talk about the city deciding to sue Buckeye for their money back for why the FBI was sniffing around the Summit Street project. <laughs> no, I, I didn't even know. That. Yeah. Well, you're cutting out. You went digitally garble, digital garbly. Are you there with me? Oh, hello. Yeah. Can you hear me? Okay. Um, instead, you want what city park yeah. stuff did you want to talk about? Because I think there's a couple of things floating out there. Yeah. So basically, um, the city of Toledo has uh, stimulus money that they want to put back into 
the city for youth and and doing things this summer, activating. So they've uh, their big plan was to activate the city parks. And so it's kind of a long story, but basically what came out of this is that there, if you live near a city park in Toledo, there's something going on. Um, I know that in the blade, like maybe a week or so ago, there was a whole pull out. Um, but if you also go to it's toledo.oh.gov slash summer, and that will give you a whole list of activities, things going on at the city parks. Um, there's food involved, visual art. We're doing drumline camps, uh, hip hop things. Let me interrupt real quick. Cause last night yeah. I almost went to the, cause I, the, the jazz things that TSA is doing right weekly yep. at, at city parks. I almost went to the one last yep. night. That's, is that part of the programming that you're talking about? Yep. That's part of it. Uh, those there's jazz concerts every Thursday night at a different city park. Um, that I think you can find on that website as well. Um, but there's there's all kinds of things. We also have a, uh, we're doing a podcast camp and a video production camp and a uh, hip hop like dance camp um, and registration is online. There's just, there's a ton of stuff for your kids to do. It's completely free. And I just wanted to talk about it because I think it's something that is really exciting that's happening this summer that kids can stay active, especially since last summer there was nothing to do. Um, there's a lot of free activities and things that are really accessible to people this summer um, yep. at all the parks. So We talked uh, earlier this week, there's another park initiative um, and it's every day through the middle of August if you're a Toledo kid. Um, under the age of 18 or 18 or, or younger, you can get a free lunch every day at one of these park, these participating yep. parks. And there's also activities as, as well. So, and, and I thought yep. it, I mean, that's, I thought it's, it's a good potential solution, at least in the long view towards the violence issues that we're having, which is mostly all, you know, gang related, but, um, keeping kids busy is paramount to keeping them out of, uh, criminality and gang activity feeding them you know that's good stuff so it's it's great um we all love the metro parks and the accessibility there and how they're beautiful and how easily they are to to access so many points of the day i even forget that we have maybe as many city parks as we do metro parks Um, oh yeah there's there's more there's a ton of city parks and some of them i mean some of them i had heard of and some of them i didn't even know existed um, so that's been pretty cool about uh, this project is that I'm learning about all these city parks that I didn't know existed. Um, and and we're getting to go and play in them. You know, like GCS will be out, uh, our pop combo, uh, there's a hip hop troupe. So it's just, it's it's going to be really fun. So I encourage everybody to go to um, toledo.oh.gov slash summer and kind of look at that schedule, look at all the different camps you can register for. And again, it's all free. So, like, yeah. why why not? And you know? there might be a sentiment that city parks, well, they're in bad neighborhoods or rough neighborhoods. Yeah. Not necessarily. Well, well, some some are. But the idea of putting this kind of programming there is so that they, they can shed that reputation of having that. And maybe they... Right. 
They have it because the only thing to do there is a basketball net and kids get into trouble and they wind up with, in gangs and all this stuff. Well, if we give them, if we put this programming there, they can pursue different paths as kids and as they get older and, and take that out in the world and, you know, improve their neighborhood. So we, so they don't have those reputation of, oh, I don't want to go there. It's a bad neighborhood. So. Yeah. Well, and what we would love, like a couple of the parks, um, we're doing these, these drumline camps and this is like Gerke's big thing because Gerke grew up in the, uh, glass or yeah, it was glass city drum and bugle Corps. I think that's what the name of it is. But, um, like all the different neighborhoods used to have these drum lines and like JJ express was one of the ones that, um, I think the, the founder died a few years ago. And so that kind of fell apart, but all these different neighborhoods had these drum lines and they were really well known and really cool. And they would do parades and all this stuff. And, so what we're hoping is that if we can do these camps and, you know, get enough gear that those can start up again, like these, the drum lines in the neighborhoods can start up again. And, and we can kind of like bring this culture back of, of arts and activities and things for kids to do. So they're not just sitting doing nothing all summer. Why, uh, why are you so ex- excited and interested about it? It sounds like the city came to TSA and was like, give us some ideas or do some, do some things. Yeah, it was kind of a collective thing. I mean, we knew that they had funds and um, they kind of came to us and said, you know, what, what is it that you already do in the summer that we can help with? Here's some ideas that we want to do. And so we kind of worked together in that way to kind of figure out, implement more of what we were already doing because we already do a lot of outreach let's bring it to the city parks, that kind of thing. Um, I'm just excited about it because our kids obviously last summer did not work at all. And these are, you know, we employ our kids in the summertime, they get paid for all of their gigs. So, I mean, it's not necessarily a full-time job, but they're making good money playing and doing what they love, getting better at their art form instead of taking an entire summer off. So this was a way to ensure that they were going to jump right back in the summer, have a ton of gigs, be playing a lot, um, get back out there. Cause we didn't, we didn't know what, what the schedule was going to look like, you know, like what organizations are going to bring their events back? What aren't, um, what ones can't afford to have us back? Um, that kind of thing. So we didn't really know what the summer was going to look like. And with this partnership with the city, now our kids are working several times a week, no matter what on top of the other things. So I'm just excited that the kids have a lot of, of playing to do this summer and they're really excited because we just didn't know what it was going to look like. Good. Good. Yeah. And I look forward to, I forgot. It's been so long since I've seen my favorite glass city steel. Yep. Yep. They're at uh five, seven, seven foundation this weekend. What is that? Uh, there's a, Oh gosh, what's it called? It's like a mech. It's called Metro beat garden tour or something that happens yeah i talked about it uh last week or was it is it this weekend maybe i messed up the dates yeah metro beat is uh urban urban garden tours where uh they're self-serve or whatever and they're happening three different weekends throughout the summer and you get to uh, it's urban farming and you get to see, see all about it yeah so 577 foundation is one of the stops and we're gonna be playing all three that's this weekend, uh, 11th and 12th, and then it's July 9th and 10th, and August 13th and 14th, because our our one of our groups is playing at 577 Foundation each of those dates. Awesome. Um, so I was like, that's really cool. Like, I didn't yeah. even know that was a thing. 
Yeah, I, I, I and now I feel like an idiot, but I make mistakes all the time. And I think I talked well, about it yeah. as it was happening last weekend. But yeah, it's a super cool thing because um, mm-hmm. there's a lot more than you would think about here in our area. Yeah, I, I didn't even know that was a thing. I mean, I know there's a lot of urban farming happening, but I was like, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, uh, we're two weeks out, uh, less than two weeks now because it's on the 24th. So less than two weeks away from my favorite TSA event of the year. Is it? Is it uh, without protocols and restrictions undisclosed? Um, basically, uh, we you will be happy about this. We are still keeping um, a small group at a time in the gallery to pick their art. So everyone will come at the same time. It'll still weather permitting be in the garden. And, um, so we can utilize outside and everything. We just won't gather in such a mass inside yet. Um, so we're still going to do like small, smaller groups going to pick their pieces at a time. But, uh, other than that, everything's on and, uh, I'm excited. The art is so good. We just finished hanging it today. So all, all the all the artists, uh, they've gotten the, the work has been contributed. Um, how about uh, actually explain the, the event from from the get go? If people are new to the podcast and want to know or should know, you should know what Undisclosed is because it's a great TSA <laughs> event. Yeah, it's uh, it's my favorite event of the year. Basically, we wanted to do something that uh, kind of brought the visual art community uh, into TSA because we do so much performing arts, but this this is like a full true visual art uh, event. We ask 100 plus local, uh, national celebrity arts uh, artists, and uh, they create a unique one-of-a-kind piece of art on a 12 by 12 wood canvas, and they only sign in on the back. So when we hang the show, uh, you can see the art, but you don't know who the artist is. It's on this close. Get it? And uh, so when you come to the event, you uh, it's $100. It admits two people. You get into the drawing for a piece of art. And um, you when you come in, you pick a number, 1 to 100 or however many panels we have. And uh, that's the number in which you uh, pick your piece. So if you're number 15, you're the 15th person to pick your piece of art. And so we start at 1. We go down the list and you pick your favorite piece and then you find out who the artist is. And we invite all the artists to come so you can meet who the artist is. Um, and it's it's a really cool way for people, like well-known artists, and also we have students, we have alumni, we have you know local people that are well-known that you wouldn't even know are artists in there. And uh, you're just picking based on what art you like. So it's kind of a cool way for everyone to be on in the same playing field so to speak yeah and uh yeah it's just it's really fun the art is so great because the creativity is there's a huge spectrum of of what people do with that canvas it's very basic it's just a wood canvas and they can do whatever they want they can put whatever they want on it um so some people there's a lot of 3d art happening uh as as well as 2d but uh it's it's really fun we always have live entertainment. We have beer and wine, and um, it's a good time. It's kind of like a draft lottery that you <laughs> that you could do for the students that are incoming to TSA. But I mean, I wouldn't ever want to. Throw you will that. not let that die. Never, 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 never. never, never. Um, never. The twenty fourth. Are there still tickets available? 
Yes, absolutely. Go to TS for the number four arts.org and you can purchase tickets to the event. It's June 24th from seven to nine at TSA hundred dollars. Be there. And uh, Dave Gerke will be signing autographs and taking pictures and, and all of those things, <laughs> meeting his, his scores of fans that come to see him and kiss the ring, former students, alumni, <laughs> all those things. Yeah, sure. Um, have you made a uh, a cartoon version of yourself with that thing that's going around everywhere on social? I have not. I've seen it, and people have commented like, "Oh, this is going to break the internet." I haven't tried it. The I'm la- sure I will at some point. It reminds me of a couple of years ago, where the thing that aged you, and do you remember that right. one? Where it made you it made you look old? It must have been two years old by now. Well, Snapchat had that filter where, like, you could, it would give you, like, Disney eyes. You know what I mean? Like, it would, like, make your eyes really big, like a Disney character. Yeah, this is the whole face, though. Yeah. And wasn't it, uh, whatever that aging app was, or the filter, I think it was the app, like, there was this thing that, like, China was stealing information or something. So, I'm, (laughs) I'm excited to see what devious entity is behind this app as it as everybody plugs all their pictures and information in it and access to everything in your phone but whatever the pictures look great like the, of all the things that that get bu- internet buzz and, and are short-lived like this is one of my favorite things to look at yeah they're very cool i'm and I, like i said i'm sure i will do it when i have a spare moment i just haven't i haven't done it yet but. you're so little you already look like a cartoon character <laughs> You're so funny. Mm. Did you? I'm really just gonna see if it works on my dogs, and then I'm gonna try it on my kid. The, yes, because it, it was more fun to get super creative with the age one, where you were like aging babies, or I ran my picture through the thing like four times, and I looked like I was 600 years old. So yeah, get... my friend showed me this guy on TikTok is like his wife is getting so mad because he keeps photoshopping his daughter his daughter's face into like an old lady but it's so accurate like his kids maybe like two or three and it's like this little girl and his he has like all these tiktoks of him like photoshopping his little girl's picture into an old lady and it is brilliant it's so good and it's so funny you are a resident tiktok fan i do love a good tiktok I'm not gonna lie um with uh what was the cartoon oh so you're probably a, yeah. You're too old to have watched iCarly, right? Um, I dabbled in iCarly. Okay, so there's a there's a, a they didn't do it with or they tried to do it with what was the Hillary Duff show? Uh, Somebody's oh screaming God. at the podcast right now. That, that didn't that didn't work out. Crap. But the it's gonna hit us. The Hillary Duff show didn't work out. But the Miranda Cosgrove iCarly reboot is coming and the teaser is out. And if you watch the trailer for the teaser trailer for the show, if you watch real fast or real slow, whichever direction, there is a, she there's a shot of her now doing the meme of her in front of the computer with the smirk. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. It's good stuff. And she's uh she's very attractive now. I mean, she was a cute kid, but now she's a woman and very attractive. Yeah, she's adorable. No, I did. I liked watching that show. I I watched the Disney Channel way later than I should have in life. Right. Um, just because it brought me joy. Like, I loved Victorious and all those shows. Um, but uh, the brother, and I don't, rem- I don't remember the name of the actor, but the, the older kid that was the brother, 
in that show is really funny. And I think he's back on the reboot. So that's why I want to watch it. Because I thought he was really funny. Uh, Carly Cast. Let me see if we can pull this up real fast. It's like the older <laughs> brother. Like, uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, it's going to bother me because I think that dude also tried to have a sing. Because Miranda Cosgrove had a singing career um, with Jerry Trainer, Spencer Shea. Yes. Yeah, okay. Jerry Trainer. He's it, funny. It wasn't. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who the dude was who tried something. And then there's Jeanette McCurdy. She was this little tiny girl. That that was uh, her friend. Uh-huh. And she's like your size, but probably smaller, and dated a seven-foot NBA player at some point, which uh, was really weird. Why? Why would yeah. you do that? Um, yeah, they had some cute pictures together. Was it Nathan? No. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, it's funny to see her doing the meme, which I, I always like when celebrities or famous memers go back and recreate their meme. So that's good times. Yeah, I like that. Um, but Speaking of feeling old, so I was reading. We're, you're now even at the age where you, like, look at somebody's age and you're like, my God, they are so successful. Or, like, good for them for earning all that and being being what oh, they've become in life. Um, People in their 20s, I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> that ship sailed a decade ago. Glad so you're doing well for yourself. For the first time, I think in the school's history, St. John's, their baseball team has made the final four. And I followed, I followed, I mean, they seem to be in the news more often. Like their season ended weirdly for basketball. They, they seemingly are always in the news for something. But they're also like my neighborhood school, so I keep an extra eye on them. Um mm-hmm. And they play tomorrow at 4 o'clock, I guess weather permitting, against the baseball powerhouse from Cincinnati. But as I'm reading this really well-done uh, preview of, of their season in the game, in the Blade this morning, I'm like, hold on. How, wait, what? Their head coach is 29 years old. Get and, out of here. Yeah, which I, I, I'm only surprised about because it seems like most of the – Major sports head coaches in the area are are older and have been around a long time. Like I get it. There's going to be like somebody that's my age or just a couple of years younger. Like, wait, what's his name? Uh, I gotta pull up the link real fast. Why? Because if it's who I'm thinking of, it's the guy that's married. Guy, to... kid, kid, kid. He's younger okay. than you. It's the kid. <laughs> It might be the kid that's married to Megan Leslie's sister. Okay. Um, but, but, from, uh, 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 oh my God, what's the name of their band? Carly's, or Carrie, Carrie's band. Amelia, oh. Amelia Earhart? Amelia Earhart. How dare you not remember their name? I, I've not, listen, it's Friday, it's late in the day, my Wait, brain's not working. So Meg, Megan's sister is married to this guy? I think so. Okay, because I've seen Megan's sister before, and I commented to Megan whenever I last saw her, because she had, the last time I saw Megan, or one of the last few times I saw Megan, we were just chatting, and we always, you know, just shoot the shit and catch up, and we were talking about this picture she had just posted, and she's like, yeah, that's my sister, and I was like, I thought it was you all glammed up. She's like, everybody says that. Yeah, it's so funny. They're polar opposites. Um, like so, they they get along so well, they're best friends, but they're polar opposites. His name is Sam Fisher. Oh no, that's not it. <laughs> okay, uh, Sam Fisher F I S 
C H E R. He's 29 years old, and and I and again, I totally understand that. Maybe he is just closely connected to the school, or he's a baseball coaching prodigy, or whatever his background is. I didn't read it that thoroughly in that story, but good for him. But it's not uncommon for I guess somebody who's like 37, 38 years old to ascend to a head coaching position at at some of the big sports. But when I read 29, I was like. All right. Good for him. Good for him. Good for him. And they're, good for him if they're doing really well, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. St. John's keeps popping up. I, I, there was something recently. Was it their lacrosse team? No. I don't know. So, this time of year, I, I confuse all the sports that are still going. Um, the <laughs> Solheim Cup has something interesting. So they're, I knew that there was going to be entertainment, but they have something called the Meyer Pavilion. It's going to be like 75,000 square feet. Um, I, I'm sure contractors are working to construct it, but it's going to be like a week-long entertainment festival they're gonna have live music every day it, mm-hmm. it's anything but your sleepy sunday afternoon golf nap um and that's gonna go all week long of course the finale of that is whatever the country guy is and gwen stefani wrapping up um for the promenade concert series but i noticed that they're looking for volunteers and they're paid volunteers and i guess what? some of that is part of uh helping to build this pavilion they're gonna pay you 175 dollars they're going to give you a uniform, and they're going to give you two t- tickets to the event, which itself is worth like $500, and they are encouraging you when you're not working, doing your volunteer work, you can meander the event. So that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Sign me up. I don't want to do that. Has, uh, where, where is this pavilion going to be? Uh, like Promenade Park? No. I'm fairly certain this will be somewhere around Inverness, uh, like around oh. the golf course. Uh, oh, you know what? I wonder. So there's, you know how, um, I don't know if you've been over there, but at Doran Richards, I've been wondering what they're like constructing because it's right on the corner there across from uh, the, or it was Well Tower. I don't know, um, whatever property that is, but it's like Catacorner from 13 ABC. And I thought it was like a Metro park. I wasn't sure what was going on. And I wonder if that's where that's going. Because it's just like this huge open field, but they've been working on it for a while. I wonder if that's where it's going. Uh, Tony Geftos did the story, and he used some of his drone. He used his drone to get some video. Um, I don't want to pull it off and pull it up right now because it'll play over you. But it is. Let's see. To do so, it's getting the biggest temporary pavilion ever constructed for the LPGA. It'll be indoor and outdoor space for fans. So it's definitely going to be somewhere in or around Inverness. But this is going to be a, a, a big-ass party that they're having. And, and again, it's wow. a really good deal. 100, 175 bucks, you get a full uniform, two different tickets, and they're good for all week long. Um, and you can still, when you're not volunteering, come out and enjoy the event. Um, so, yeah, that's a really good opportunity. Yeah, I'm trying to get that money. Uh, Sign me up. <laughs> is, is, is TSA doing anything with uh, the Solheim Cup at all? Oh, yeah. We're going to be part of that week-long celebration of music and all the things. So I know we've already been talking to them about all the stuff we're going to we're gonna do. So Okay. Um, I came across a good new food truck. I am seriously flirting with Bistro Burger. Have you, have you? Dude, listen, Matt, that is Matt's hands down favorite food truck in the world. 
and his birthday is next weekend. And I was like trying to figure out if I could rent Bistro Burger out to like just show up at his house for him because he is obsessed with Bistro Burger. I've got to try it. Like I flirt with the, their pictures all the time and their sandwich. It's so good. Are are the burgers or, or whatever they serve, are they really as big as they look on Facebook? Yes. Okay. Uh, that always catches my eye. And then I saw, so I know he served some Philly steaks. And I'm like, ah, whatever. The rest of your stuff looks gigantic. But then I saw, he said he's short on Philly stuff for whatever it was, the day, the week, I don't know. Because he's waiting for rolls from Philadelphia to come in. And I said, Amoroso rolls? And he said, yeah, Amoroso rolls are what I believe Mr. Spots uses for their sandwiches. And it's only like, for whatever reason... Places out here don't use Amoroso rolls, but that's that's the sub hoagie cheesesteak roll of choice back home. So I got to uh, I got to connect with Bistro Burger, and I did message him today because we're doing something here at work, and we were looking for a food truck. And he says he's he's all booked up, or he or she, um, and they're adding. I think he said he's adding another one soon. So I'm excited for that. But I got to get to this guy, especially since he's usually close to places where I am. I know he's at uh, Patron Saints. Pretty uh, pretty frequently, which is not far from me or you. But Fridays, I believe they're at Shivers, the ice cream yeah. place at uh, Eastgate. Eastgate and what? Eastgate and Heather Downs. Okay, yeah, it's I know like right across from uh, Sean's. No okay, thing. yeah, uh, there's like the... where it kind of it's like Key and Eastgate kind of like do this little jut together. Yeah, like where Toledo and Mommy kind of meet. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's not the food truck. I mean, I, I flirt with that one, but I came across another one called Cuties Caribbean. It was... Oh, that's a, new. I don't know that one. Yeah, she's only in Finley and Tiffin and Fostoria. Um, and she said it looks like she replied to a message if she gets invited for events, she'd, she'd come up here. So she had... Uh, she's originally from Brooklyn and lives here now, lives down there, and has worked at like McDonald's and IHOP and then lost her job during the pandemic but got enough money together to start this food truck. And if there's one thing... I, if if you told me to pick a place on the planet I could probably hap- happily go move to, um, it would be the Caribbean because mm-hmm. I like I like the ocean. I don't like hurricanes, but I, I that's what... That, that's. <laughs> part and parcel with the deal i like the ocean i like the blue ocean i like the beach um i think i would be fine in like aruba or saint martin or anything like that and i definitely like caribbean food i have not been to uh, the jamaican place at the corner of door and burn and i don't that's think that's good i've heard that's really good yeah me too and i don't think we have too many caribbean options here so uh maybe we can get this lady to come up but cuties caribbean I'll we'll have to look that up because that does sound amazing. Yeah. Uh, did you see the video I posted of Lolo and Faith together? Yes. Oh, they're so cute. Did My, they come in together? No, because Faith was the blind dog that that somebody delivered to them. Um, a breeder got rid of her, and uh, that's Faith's fund. It raised $9,000 or $10,000 for her surgery and to help out uh-huh. other dogs. Um and she's probably, she's not going to be able to see, and she got another eye infection this week, but if you see that video and you didn't know she was blind, you have no idea she's mostly blind. Right. And then Lolo is the dog that came to my back door. Oh. Gotcha. Um, I would, oh, they're so cute. I would love for somebody to adopt both of them together, because they seem like good friends now. 
they were just playing away. It was so cute. Yeah. Um, filed under, again, if I had a yard. Yeah. Well, you need to get a yard. Um, let me do another quick traffic report and a couple of last things and we'll wrap up, okay? Okay. We're now up to four accidents. Still the situation central between King and McCord. A new one, uh, kind of in the same area, central just east of Reynolds and two more accidents. Airport at Eastgate and one more Reynolds just south of Door. Avoid those areas if you can. That's your cumulus Toledo right now traffic. Boom. Um, these are, uh, more serious things, not super serious, but usually we lead off with them, but we'll finish up. I saw that, uh, let me finish putting these over there. Does, uh, is political stuff. Um, do you know that just (laughs) very light stuff, like superficial things. Do you know the name Jim Renacy? Does that ring a bell? No. Okay, I've come across his name before, and I don't know what he does now, but he announced that he's going to run for governor. Let me read this quote to you. Ohioans can't can't afford four more years of Mike DeWine as their governor. We have seen what failed leadership can do to a once prosperous state. DeWine's tenure as governor will be defined as the worst period in Ohio's long and rich history. Corruption, indictments, low job creation, shutdowns, rampant crime, and more scandals. That is DeWine's legacy. He's more interested in being the Andrew Cuomo of Ohio rather than helping everyday Ohioans. To which I reply, huh? Right. I'm I mean maybe I've been living under a rock, but I'm pretty sure he kept kept a lot of us alive during the the pandemic. So Yeah, like I'm confused. None of that seems accurate at all. In, in fact, I think Renacy is a Republican, so he's going after his own party here, but I was very happy to see that Dwine followed in the footsteps of uh what's his face? Who was the previous governor who ran for president for a minute? Uh, Kasich. Yeah, yeah, he was very much like Kasich, where, and that's why Kasich, I think, sided with um, he had sided with Hillary at one point, and he just like towed the line. I think he cut some spots as bipartisan for Biden because he's just like a, a reasonable human being, and he was mm-hmm. for Ohioans, not any specific party. And I felt for the most part especially during the pandemic, DeWine has done much the same thing. It's been Ohioans first and party second. Yeah, yeah, because when I, like, normally there's a politician, and with that politician, you know exactly what party they're in because they they kind of wear it loud and proud on their chest. But DeWine was somebody that I didn't even know what political affiliation they had for a while. Yeah, yeah. Which I appreciate because, you know, I can tend to fall in the middle and I don't I don't need somebody that's radical on either side. And I don't care. Like, I don't care what political affiliation you are. I care about what you're doing for the people and how you go about your business. And yeah, I don't I don't know what scandals he's referring to because I haven't heard of any. And maybe there was miniature stuff. Um, I, I think there was somebody that had connections to Toledo, but stuff like that happens all over the place. I, his his time 
in the governor's office has not been rampant with scandals as like what we just saw with the president. Like I would argue that everything that this guy has said about DeWine is like the complete opposite of how things have actually gone during DeWine's tenure. And he's certainly done. He's been praised all over, like all over the country, maybe even all over the world for how he managed the pandemic. In fact, the only thing you can really say is he kind of started to kowtow to his own party when he was pretty rigid with the restrictions early on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I I respected him. Um, another this whole thing. And to accuse him of wanting to be the Andrew Cuomo is kind of nuts because, I mean, what? Because of Vaximilian? I mean, it, it was a great idea. It's mostly done its job, but he is nothing like the personality of of Andrew Cuomo. No. Um, the only reason Dewine is getting you know meet the press appearances and whatever else is because he's doing a good job. Right. Yeah, I agree. Um, and in fact, my only fear would be is he, maybe he feels that he's too, or maybe at his age, he doesn't want to run for another four years. Cause I think he's in his late seventies and I don't know if he'll run again. I'm so. sure if you, you were in power over the last year and a half, you're, you're ready to call quits. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And you're I, done. I, maybe, maybe he's already announced that he's going to, to, to run again as the incumbent, but yeah, being at his age and what he's been through, um, I could totally see. You know what? That that was that four years felt like eight, so or twelve. So I'm out. Yeah, yeah. I would not blame him La- for a second. Last thing, not politics, but kind of heavy. Um, but these stories always get on on my radar. Usually, it's a a story that comes out of Russia. Um, let me see. I sent it to Alex earlier. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So the headline actually it was a story that I found on ESPN. Pull up quickly, please. Chinese official dies during in, into Chinese official dies during investigation into marathon deaths. Um, a, China, a Chinese county official appears to have been ki- appears to have killed himself during an investigation into the death of twenty one runners last month during an ultra marathon. Um, but but but. So homicide has been ruled out, but apparently he was part of putting on this marathon that was not up to safety standards, and 21 people died. So I don't want to dig into the details. Of, I don't want to dig into the details of that. But all right, our report issued by the province found a lack of adequate planning for the event and failure to respond effectively once freezing, raining gale force winds hit the mountain on which the runners were competing. So, 21 people, unfortunately and sadly, lost their lives. Let me wow. see the one part that really, no pun intended, here, jumped out at me. Uh-uh-uh-uh. That's insane. This was uh, is uh, this is China. You said China. If you would have read me this story and didn't tell me the nationalities of the government, I'd be like China or Russia. Um, CCTV said police were notified Wednesday that a man had jumped from his apartment and died. <laughs> um, it was that guy, and like I said, homicide was ruled out. But you know what? This is the Chinese government, and if it were me. I would never jump out of a window to kill myself because you're you're jeopardizing other people. I would hang myself or something like that. Um, so I'm wondering if he was He's probably not in the right state of mind I, if you're already jumping out a window. Look, it's the same thing that happens in Russia where somebody who criticizes Putin gets like surprisingly or shockingly poisoned all of a sudden. 
or they fall mysteriously ill, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody pushed this guy out of a window. Um, but yeah, but was it? He was the one putting this on, or the government was putting this on. He was in charge of this. Um, but yeah, so it was probably him. The Chinese government is very shady, as you might have as you might have found out during uh, as we followed why and how this pandemic uh, became a giant pandemic and wasn't contained in Wuhan. But yeah, I could totally see some Chinese official having pushed him out the window. And would you say, well, the homicide was ruled out? Yeah, okay, because no one has ever been silenced in China before. Yeah, that's that's crazy, though. I mean, I guess, what, if that many people died, how many people did this marathon, and why did you sign up in the first place? You know what I'm saying? Good question. I can't pull the story back up, but yeah, that's that's crazy wow. stuff. Um, that's crazy stuff. Forgi- forgive me if I'm I'm cynical whether or not this man killed himself. So, um, what are your plans for the weekend? Other than you said it was a long week, so just hanging at home tonight. Uh yeah, I will probably be drinking on my couch, maybe mm. getting in the pool. The pool is a crisp eighty-six degrees. It is perfect temperature. I'm so excited. So I'm probably going to get in the pool. Tonight or sometime this weekend? I might sleep in the pool. Oh, okay. Who knows? All right. You know. Well, let me know. I'll bring the dogs over. I'm sure Andre would love to be um, grabbed and put on a raft again in the middle of something he's never been in before. You, you know what? He enjoyed himself. And no, you, we- you just need to let him have his water dog moment. He looked as unhappy in that picture as <laughs> you... As you looked from that dance photo that you said to get rid of it. <laughs> if he was that if he was that unhappy, he would have like tried to jump out and been shaking. No. He was calmly sitting on that raft living his life. If he would have jumped out, he would have been in something he's never been in before. Five feet of water. He doesn't know oh. if he knows how to swim. Fooey. So Anyways, right. I also have a bridal shower on Sunday. Who's getting so. married? My cousin. You're going to tell her not to do it or we, wait, is this the cousin from like where you went with the, the attractive young black woman? (laughs) No, different side of the family. Okay. All right. How are, uh, how are Mike and Betsy doing? They're doing stellar. My mom find, she found a car. What'd she get? She got her little hot rod. I don't know. It's like a Mazda three something, you know, some sports car looking thing. I'll She's text, all excited about it. I'll text your dad. I'm glad she could find it. Um, I'm going to guess she didn't get a good deal on it because it's hard to. It's incredibly hard to find cars right now. I think it was. A, I think the deal was okay because she got it from uh, my attractive cousin's uncle, mm. my cousin, and uh, in Cleveland. So she had to drive to Cleveland to get it, but. Um, yeah, like it wasn't exactly what she wanted, but right. she's happy. So yeah, there's usually going to be, especially a foreign car. There's going to be more inventory in, in bigger cities. So, but good. Yeah. I'm glad she got it. And how's your dad? How his is he still dealing with any COVID symptoms? Uh, I think just fatigue every once in a while, you know. But he's he's doing pretty good otherwise. It's because he's old. I mean, that just comes with the territory. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the the hardest thing for him is that like he's come out of this and now he actually feels his age. He says. Right. Like, whereas before he could kind of just like, oh, I, you know, I don't feel whatever. But now he's he's really starting to feel his age. And I'm like, you know, that that could get better or it could stay the same. But regardless, I'm like the, the fact that you're alive and you came out on the other end, not needing oxygen for the rest of your life is, is a miracle. So we're just going to be thankful for that. Did the bills come in yet? 
Uh, no. And you know what? I haven't even uh, really talked to them about that, but I, I think a lot of it was covered. Good. By insurance or whatever Corona stuff was going yeah, on. This so. is like, so all the COVID, COVID tests were free. Um, the vaccine is ov- obviously free. Um, mm-hmm. Treatment I know is, is different, but I wonder if because it's COVID, it's free or taken care of in some way. That's why I keep asking. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to, I'll have to ask them because I'm, I'm sure if they had gotten a gigantic bill, I would have heard about it. Right. Um, so, yeah. You, you would have heard the phrase, well, was it, uh, maximum out-of-pocket deductible or costs. Right, right. Or my dad would have started, like, shaking in a corner somewhere. Or actually needing air because he lost his breath from the size of the bill he got. <laughs> right, right, right. We send him right back to needing oxygen. Yeah. Um, there was something else. Oh, happy eighth month, or whatever that is, to Maddie. Oh, thank you. Yes, she turned she, eight months old yesterday. She likes playing with her feet. She, yeah, that's like a new, she likes sucking on her toes, which totally weirds me out. Well, when she meets the right man or woman in her life, <laughs> I, no, I, I no, hope, I, maybe she's gonna have a toe fetish. There's nothing no, wrong with that. No, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Did you guys have? Did you guys and Tucker and Gus have a good time at Bark at the Park last weekend? We did, and I'm I'm glad you reminded me in, in the morning because I completely forgot about it, and we made it over there just in time. But yeah, they had fun, and I actually I saw a lot of people that, um, or a lot more people than I thought I would. So that was cool. Yeah, our what's you haven't talked to me about anything at the dog dog park in, in a year, two years. I know. I well, the problem is like, you know, while I was pregnant, I mean, Corona was happening. We weren't going out that much, and then I had Maddie, and I can't like you can't have kids in the park for liability reasons, obviously. Um, so unless like Josh or I take the dogs by ourselves, and the other one stays home with Maddie, it's it's hard to get there. So. Um, I'm still on the board for, for the time being. I just, yeah, I feel bad that I, I haven't been at capacity the way I wanted to with them. Um, but just because life happens, I guess. Melody didn't ask me anything either. So I was like, did they close? No, no, we're still, we're still going strong. I think we'll start to like the birthday of the park is in September. So I think, um, we're kind of looking toward end of summer, September to get like an open house going and more, you know, in-person event type stuff, I think, um, will be happening then. So our, our membership is good. So, you know, nothing, nothing's bad about that. Everything's still going good. I'm just not there as often. Do you know any of the members by name or dog? Mm, Some. But most, I mostly know the little dogs. Ah, yeah. ah, yes, of course you would. Yeah, <laughs> little little person, little dog. Yep. All right, I'll uh, I'll text you over the weekend. All right, sounds All right. good. Bye. Bye.